1: Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number one thousand two hundred and twenty-five, January sixteenth, twenty twenty-four. Forty-six degrees on this day in nineteen sixty-one. Nineteen sixty-one hardly ever comes up as a year. It's kind of a forgotten year. Okay. And twenty-nine below on this day in eighteen eighty-eight. Hail the Flashlight King. Hail you. Now times have changed. <laughs>
2: ho, ho, ho. Yes, sir. Yes, they have. Change them up.
1: Sanibel Jim was reading the, uh, a little feature in the Duluth News Tribune called Bygones. And on January 13th, 1954, the following appeared in the Duluth News Tribune Alvin T. Stolen, Duluth's superintendent of schools said that under no circumstances will schools close due to cold weather. Superior's policy is to close schools when temperatures are at 30 below and combined with high winds. Now, the times have changed. Yeah, I'll say. I'll say. We we were not weak back then. No. Have we closed any schools this week or today? Last week we
3: did, didn't we? My town did yesterday. (laughs) All
1: right. How is everybody? Grand. Just wonderful. Mind your own business. business. <laughs> and I, I uh, listen, you piece of hay chewing,
4: bibble wow. val wearing rube. What did Kenny do? Well,
1: What's
5: the problem, my to friend? My own own right.
4: <laughs> it doesn't even register with me anymore. You know, Kenny says
3: that. I uh, <laughs> had a little, had a little fun at your expense uh, via text messages over the weekend. Uh, you really could have. You really could have shown me if you would have up and died. Then I would have felt that about all the grief wow. I gave you over the wow, weekend. But right? here you are alive and sounding yeah. really well, let's, and you actually look good, let's too. Let's
4: peel the curtain. You know what Kenny is with the group text message? Kenny's your buddy at the bar. Who starts flapping his yap, maybe <laughs> even throws a haymaker, then runs for the door. Yeah, but yeah. The minute
1: he's uninterested, he's gone. But he's right? out. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> yep. uh,
4: yeah.
6: This, yeah. this
1: came up last week. We might have discussed it, however, briefly, and, and it's now too late to discuss it again at length, but it certainly bears mentioning, because I can't stop thinking of Marx Brothers movies. In fact, I... I went down a rabbit hole after I read this and was reading about Marx Brothers movies. Hmm. (laughs) Five top officials with the Metro Transit and the Metropolitan Council will ride the Metro's two light rail trains throughout this week as part of their first ever listening sessions tour, an effort to connect with everyday riders and hear passenger concerns and feedback. At this point, I'm starting to see the Marx Brothers. (laughs) The officials will board at 15 Green Line and Blue Line stations throughout the week, including Union Depot, Snelling Avenue, Lake Street, Midtown, and Mall of America stations, among others. The officials include Met Council Chair Charlie Zell, Metro Transit GM Leslie Canderas, Metro Transit Police Chief Ernest Morales III, I'm really getting into the Marx Brothers now because these are all people like from made-up country right. in Europe or something. <laughs> uh, Metro Transit Chief Operating Officer Brian Funk and Met Council Transportation Chair Deb Barber. Officials were scheduled to ride the Blue Line Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, Tuesday and Thursday. On Wednesday, the schedule called for meeting riders between 7:15 and 7:45 a.m at the Warehouse District, Hennepin Avenue Station, and then riding eastbound to Union Depot Station in St. Paul with stops at... (laughs) Excuse me. I'm fine, but I have to cough occasionally. (laughs) Union Depot Station with stops at Snelling Avenue Station from 8 to 8.30 and whatever. An additional stop was... Okay. Shorter... Okay. Uh, Metro Council and Metro Transit officials are seeking feedback... On the 40 goals outlined in their safety and security action plan. How are they going to get home? I have never seen, and I've seen a lot, mm. I've never seen a public officials this tone deaf.
3: Oh, you haven't seen the latest. What's the latest? It's on uh, American Experiment. Yeah. From yesterday, headline, Angry Riders Vent as transit officials tout light rail safety plan and evidently all these angry riders went to the metro transit's facebook page and let them have it the quotes
1: are fantastic i have never seen anyone more optically tone deaf in my life than to show up with their own personal security agencies (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> carrying guns yeah. to have yeah. a listening session yeah. with passengers on the train, <laughs> yes. most of whom at 7 in the morning probably weren't bent on any destruction
2: <laughs> anyway. True. <laughs> over- they're going right. at a safe time. They're, they're running at a safe time.
1: Uh, and I just thought if this was still active in the news, we'd have to get a hold of Charlie Zell and just say, how could you be this
4: stupid? How could you be this blindly stupid? But is this a sign of them knowing that there is actual trouble? And them saying, see, see, look, everything's fine. No, 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 that gives them too much credit. Well, that's what I was going to say, because otherwise, why would they be doing this? Because they're morons.
1: All right. (laughs) And they're third rail people who have been insulated from reality. They're the Marx Brothers being followed around by the fake army that the Marx Brothers just appointed in the country of Oleg You gotta,
3: you have to, let me read this one and I'm gonna read it as it's written. I'm not gonna fix it, okay? People are right there, are drug heads on the trains all through the day and nighttime hours, smoking, drinking, putting their feet apostrophe S, on seats. I have seen people get killed on the train. Where is the police for this? No question mark, just a period. Uh, but there's real true rage here. Here's another one. Everything is gross and filthy. There's urine, feces, vomit, blood, syringes, food, etc. on every surface of the light rail and the stations. The only time I have ever seen anyone clean was the U.S. Bank Stadium light rail before the Taylor Swift concert, and that was par. I found two uncapped, dirty syringes on the ground that the cleaning crew missed. And it goes
1: on and on like that, Joe. They're really letting them have it. Well, this was last week, and it happened, and I suppose they're touting it as some sort of success. Uh, But I just couldn't help let that go without... No, no, you're absolutely
3: right. And we talked about uh, this a little bit. Maybe it was off the air last Thursday, and we decided the best thing to do for these people, if they really want a true glimpse of what happens, is ride by themselves undercover. At all times of day. Don't take the big crew. Don't take your um, the police or your bodyguards or anybody like that. And then you'll see what really goes on.
1: Yeah, don't tell a soul. Right. And that's how you're going to find out. And that that won't happen. That's, mm. No, no. It's not going to happen. And
4: for the low, low price of $3,100 a foot, they can take it to Eden Prairie as soon as 2028. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's so funny. $3,100 a foot that pig is going to cost us
1: it's uh <laughs> we're going to have to uh did you follow the uh, caucuses in Iowa oh boy mm-hmm. not only did trump win there's there's 99 counties in Iowa
2: yeah
1: he won 98 and the one he lost what
4: percentage is that
1: and the one he lost <laughs> The one he lost, he lost by one vote. Right. In Johnson County, Nikki Haley uh, beat him by one vote. He won 90, well, let's just call it all of them. (laughs) (laughs) He won all of the counties, all of them. What are we to glean? We're to glean that we're going to have to bring back a phrase... From 2016 and 2017. And that's why Trump got elected. Ooh, yep. As you look around at the insanity of this country, I'm going to have to get comfortable with the idea that he's addressing
4: the insanity of this country. I just think what Iowa showed us, and we talked about this He's briefly, insane. But...
1: But he's addressing the insanity of the country.
4: I'm going to put myself in this camp because I had the tirade last week. I think this. I think people are fed up. I really do. Well, no, no bleep, as we say. That's yeah. but. You're, but now we have and, evidence, and
2: that's why
4: Trump got elected. Yep.
2: Okay, but what percent? The percentage of voters that came out is not 100 percent of Iowa,
3: <clears throat> John. You didn't happen to save what I told you. I, I
5: have it in my head what you said, yes.
3: Tell me, uh, because yeah. I can't find the tweet now.
5: Of the, uh, I think it was close to 80,000 registered Republicans. Two million people in Iowa. Yeah, 80,000 yeah. registered Republicans, and 14% of those registered Republicans voted. Or caucused. Like yeah, voted,
3: that's not right either. Yesterday. I'll I'll find it. That's That's a little off.
2: Uh, that's my ray of hope, is that there's... Those were the, probably the people that voted for Trump there were the January Sixers. I'm not looking for a ray of hope. Uh, this has to
1: be taken just as seriously as possible. This guy uh, is identifying more with the people of Iowa than DeSantis could, than Haley could, than Ram could. He's now dropped out.
4: Uh, will Haley and DeSantis follow
5: suit? Well, they'll stick it.
4: They'll
1: stick it out through New Hampshire. Through New
5: Hampshire, for sure. Oh, that's yeah. true. But I don't think I was always a bellwether either. Remember, Cruz won it in twenty sixteen. So I, I don't. I don't know that you can throw your ring or hat in the ring at this point.
1: Well, I, but I certainly am able to say that it's terribly impressive. To win ninety-eight out of ninety-nine counties—that—that's—I—I I don't know Iowa politics, but I would say that's never been done before. Hmm. Uh, that's incredible. But look at look at what's happened in the country. You've got a border crisis. You've got three Ivy League presidents revealing their true nature and the true nature of the failed academy when they testified before Congress. You've got a state flag in Minnesota that was hurried into production to mean nothing. It, the list is endless, what's happening to the country. And Trump, is as is is implausible as it is, Keeps emerging as the guy on the white horse. Yes, uh, you in the back.
3: This comes from Twitter. So take that into consideration. It comes from a gal named Ashley Votes Blue. She's anti-Trump. She lives in Iowa. Here's what she said. Here's the caucus breakdown. There's just over 2 million registered voters. There's 718,000 registered Republicans 102,000 people voted. 53,219 voted for Trump. She says that's 14% of Republicans. Mm-hmm. This uh, and this is her opinion now. She says this will be a rematch between Biden and Trump. It's going to be like 2020, only Biden will win by an even bigger margin. So take that or leave it, but that's what uh, that's what I was referring to earlier.
5: And those numbers are correct. I just verified it also with the two different okay. news reports. I'd Not her theory there about what's what, going to happen in general, but those what numbers. This,
3: this confirms what we were saying um, last week before, um, I think it was both on Wednesday and Thursday, that if you want to win, and you're a, a Republican, if you want to win the endorsement, you cannot bash Trump.
4: Yes, the information that you guys just gave, John, are you saying that it's too small of a sample size to make a large, I guess, what are you trying to say?
5: Yeah, I think that's, I guess that would be my conclusion. I didn't say that, but I guess that would probably be my conclusion. Also, caucuses are different than primaries. It's not the same as, you know, the caucuses are run by the party. They're not run by the state, that's whereas true. primaries are run by the state. Yep. So, I mean, it's a whole different ball game. But certainly, it's an indicator. I think of where things may be headed. What do you
3: suppose will happen in New Hampshire?
5: Yeah, that's that's a good question. I know the polls now. Haley's almost uh, what within three, according to the polls, of Trump. So who knows? Didn't you guys guys all along just anticipate that Trump was going to get the
4: nomination? Because I certainly did. I did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Trump continues to do something that all of his challengers, beginning six years ago, seven years ago. He continues to do something that all of his challengers, I say, can't do. And that is, he's not a, he doesn't act like a politician. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but he doesn't DeSantis act like a regular
1: and, human either. DeSantis and Haley are full of political jargon. Yes.
2: Jargon. Yeah, they're following the... They're
1: following the, the, the playbook mold. Of, a, of a politician. Okay. Trump has never been interested in that. It worked for him in 2016. He hasn't changed that view. He doesn't come across as a
2: politician. What's going to happen yeah. if, if he's elected? What, what will? It all depends on his own behavior, I guess. The Democrats are going to say he's not my president. I'm moving to Canada, and and none of them will. Right? The, what are the? How are the Republicans going to receive him? And I don't mean the January Sixers. I mean all of us sitting at the table here who are middle of the road. Uh, I mean, will it be ter- will it be turned? I'll answer. Or?
4: I'll answer rookie's question because of what I said earlier. I think so many people are now fed up. If let's just say he is elected, I think a lot of people. I'll throw myself in in, in this. I don't identify with what's currently going on in, in the White House. All of this, all of this woke nonsense. This is not the country that I grew up in and the country that I recognize. And I think that's why a lot of people are fed up. This is not the country that they that they believed in. Am I wrong? No. No.
3: <clears throat> the question that gets asked over and over, and we talked about this a little bit before we even signed on with the town council, is how well the economy was perceived, maybe it truly was, doing really well While Trump was in office, and Joe, you brought up an example from some of your friends um, up around Brainerd, if I remember right.
1: I remember going to a boat show in Brainerd in 2018 and having to use a taxi service. And the gal who ran it was just went on and on and on about how much she loved the economy and they had to buy another car. This yeah. brainer where there's, what's the demand you know but she's getting so, the demand and 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 it just is it was everywhere i touched in a restaurant or wherever man the economy's great we love this and-
3: so with that in mind to answer matthew's question what i foresee happening whether it's real or perceived is that things could possibly turn around more people are going to spend businesses are going to do better more people are going to advertise on gl the five of us are going to do better that's the only example i can come up with i'm hoping farmers will do better i'm hoping but i have nothing to base You're that on under, and i
1: under trump you mean
3: under trump and i don't even know if if it's perceived or if it's a
4: reality as far as the economy goes and okay. i also believe that the border ...is what's killing this administration. That's, yeah, that's a, I think
5: that's a huge issue.
4: That's a big deal.
3: And now I'm reading today that uh, New York is sending, uh, sending them our way. They're regifting yeah. them to us. That's nice of them. And the more they get spread out throughout the union, the, the, the more the people are going to be PO'd about that issue. Okay,
4: Trump has proved something. Hmm. Uh, I'll give you the answer in a moment. Can I share one quick... I, I made a little drive in that direction, Ken. Yesterday, I noticed a convoy of at least twenty-five coach buses just traveling the same direction I was. I don't think it was a sports team.
3: Well, what, what are you talking about? For, what,
4: what Kenny just said. I, what did for, he just say? Brand new for delivery, right, <laughs> Chris? I'm I'm only making a a, a, a casting a judgment. Is that how you? You made it? the moronic decision to drive to Buffalo Saturday. My son and I, <laughs> I were going to attend the Bills game on Sunday. You, you you were heading into. Uh, uh,
1: uh, you were heading into hell.
4: Right. In terms of the weather. And the game was postponed to yesterday.
6: Yeah, so we turned hard.
4: around and came back home. Right. Sunday morning.
1: Trump has proven something.
6: Hmm.
1: Why don't you all give me your answer when we come back? Oh, boy. okay. All right. My garage door guy is the whole family. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities and Western Wisconsin. They're growing. They need new members. They pay well, and people love to work there because they're so damn competent. When you call Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities or you get to them online, they start communication with you and say, okay, we're an hour out, or here here we are. Let's fix this thing. And they get it done in one visit because their trucks are loaded with the stuff. Mm-hmm. They, you know what they got? Stuff. They got stuff. They got spread. How many times have you had the garage guy come over and he goes, I just don't have that piece in the truck.
2: Hate when that happens. I don't
1: like when that yeah, happens. I want the garage gore, uh, do, 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 door garage guy. door guy to say, <laughs> "I have that in the truck, right here. I got the spring." Uh, to which, uh, to which I say, "Wonderful!" And they fix it. Okay, they fix everything, including install a new door if you need one. Uh, it's a GLer own business. You're getting the entire family. Put this telephone number in your contacts: 612-263-263. 6985 or find them at precisiondoormn.com.
5: Hey, everybody, it's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress free this spring with Factors Delicious, ready to eat meals. You can get their fresh, never frozen, chef crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes weekly menu of 35 options like calorie smart keto protein plus or vegan and veggie and they use premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus for the no fuss meals at factormeals.com slash garagelogic50, you get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active.
4: You know, the investment game can be awfully tricky, especially in these volatile times, and that's why you need the best, and also somebody that you can trust, and that's why I rely on Josh Arnold. We know him as Mr. Money Talk around these parts, and he's here for you. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute, no-obligation consultation by dialing 952 925 952-925-5608. Oh, Josh has been at this a long time with a track record of success, and he's here to help you. So give him a call today. No obligation. That's right. No obligation. It's absolutely free. 952-925-5608. Oh, and tell him you heard about him here on the Garage Logic podcast. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris
1: Reavers is a paid, endorsed, Sure. They well not I, I did listen. have something else they to did say. not know how
4: monday oh. night sports talk
1: perhaps that today? that's now?
4: today joe does he, know monday? Monday? he no, sure does tuesday. tuesday night sports talk oh, yes it is
2: <laughs> yeah we haven't done it on a monday in six weeks it's the end of the world as we know it and he feels fine Joe Souchere.
3: Pretty easy to help your engine run better and last longer. Do it with Seafoam motor treatment. It cleans harmful gum and gunk and varnish from the entire fuel system. Safe, easy to use in all sorts of machinery, cars, trucks. Just pour it in the fuel tank. Let it get to work. Seafoam uh, also works great in your oil. I'm about to do this after this afternoon uh, on the plow truck. Heavy oil residue and deposits form naturally over time. They can constrict oil flow. Uh, Seafoam gets rid of these residues and deposits so they can be drained away when it's time to change your oil. I'm going to dump a can in, run her for a few hours, and then change the oil. We can pick up uh, Seafoam virtually anywhere automotive products are sold. Auto parts stores, big retailers, little retailers, hardware, farm stores, sea stores. A local company with a global reach
1: and a true miracle in a world of bad gas, Seafoam. Rather than try to explain Trump, why don't I just present to you a, a variety of pieces that, I, that I've that i been reading about for the past few days. Okay. All right? Reavers, am I
4: disturbing you? Not not at all, Joe. All right.
0: <laughs> I, just, I just got your text, no,
2: I, uh, I just got your text. No, I
4: was uh, corresponding with a salesperson about a client. I'll just read you a few things, and you tell me if you think it
1: might help answer Trump's popularity. The Federal Aviation Administration is actively recruiting workers who suffer severe intellectual disabilities, psychiatric problems, and other mental and physical conditions under a diversity and inclusion hiring initiative spelled out on the agency's website. Uh, As Kelsey noted, I... I wish I was making this up. Targeted disabilities are those disabilities that the federal government as a matter of policy has identified for special emphasis in recruitment and hiring. The FAA's website states they include hearing, vision, because you don't want anybody in the tower who can see. No, right. They've got to be blind. (laughs) Vision, missing extremities, partial paralysis, complete paralysis, epilepsy, Severe intellectual disability, psychiatric disability, and dwarfism.
4: What if you have all of them at the same time? Then you're going to be the head of the FAA. So you wouldn't want the dwarfism character holding the, the lights. it be tough it'd on be really low to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. The initiative is part of the
1: FAA's diversity and inclusion hiring plan, which says diversity is integral to achieving FAA's mission of ensuring safe and efficient travel across our nation and beyond. Well, that statement on the face of it is absurd. Why would hiring somebody with a psychiatric disability, for example, help the mission of safety and efficiency? Now, let me continue. The FAA's website shows the agency's guidelines on diversity. Hiring were last updated in 2022. This is, uh, the FAA is overseen by Pete Buttigieg <laughs> and the Department of Transportation. Oh, I feel better. A government agency charged with regulating civil aviation. It employs roughly 45,000 people. All right. Uh, the, put yourself in the, we don't even have to look for the, just put yourself in our shoes. That that makes no sense to me. I, I think kindness needs to be extended to anyone who's suffering some sort of uh, mental or physical disability. And oh, this country has gone a long way to ensure uh, reasonably fair treatment of people suffering from various ailments and what have you. But how does bringing a person with a severe intellectual disability on board the FAA... How does that benefit the industry of flight?
2: You're making too much sense. You're making too much sense. It doesn't.
1: Now, look at it through the eyes of America's current political life. Biden is all for this. It's his administration. Yep. Trump would look at this and say terribly uncouth things. Well, who are the people going to identify with? Well... They're going to identify with Trump. Well, half will. A okay, half will. Uh, I, I can't, I can't, I don't
4: want to live in a country where DEI is this absurd. And I don't know if we're able to link the two but a lot of a lot of people were pointing out Alaskan Airlines's uh focus on diversity equity and inclusion
1: uh, I'm 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 not prepared to jump to the conclusion that their emphasis on D uh, E I led to a door I uh, plug so, leaving the plane I'm just yeah connecting
3: I don't want to belabor this but E O E Equal Office of Economic Opportunity. Equal Opportunity, Opportunity Employer. employer. Well, yeah. Isn't that a <laughs> law? That's a law, right? Yes. So assuming then that the FAA is an
1: EOE, Yes. why are we doing this? Because there's a, the, uh, the 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 great pushes on for DEI. It's I, It's the ruinous well, thing in this country.
3: If you have a position where somebody... With a brain injury or a learning disability or whatever can fit in, hire them. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. What's the big deal? As long as no harm is done to the individual and it doesn't slow down operations, everything runs smoothly, big deal. But like you said, Joe, you know, let's match up the position with the person.
1: Electric cars. Yeah. Chicago. Desperate Tesla owners in and around Chicago were seen trying to charge their vehicles with no luck amid frigid temperatures that have gripped the Midwest. Charging stations have essentially turned into car graveyards in recent days as temperatures have dropped to the negative double digits. According to Fox Chicago... Nothing, no juice. Still on 0%. Tyler Beard, who had been trying to recharge his Tesla at an Oak Brook, Illinois, Tesla supercharging station since Sunday afternoon, told the news outlet. And this is like three hours being out there after being left out there three hours yesterday. Mm -hmm. Now, I suppose to put this in context, there are a lot of gas cars that didn't start over the weekend. You know, it's pretty damn cold. Yeah, but I
4: wasn't sitting at a Super America for three hours waiting for it to... (laughs) Fill up. No,
1: there's a way to get a gas car started. Right. You can jump it. (laughs) That's right. You can push it. You can whatever. Uh, Beard and several other Tesla owners were trying to charge their cars amid long lines and abandoned cars at other Tesla charging stations in the Chicago area. Uh, That people have abandoned some, in some cases, they've abandoned their cars. Kevin Sumrak told the Fox station that he landed Sunday night at O'Hare and found his Tesla dead and unable to start. He was forced to hire a flatbed tow truck to haul the vehicle to a working charging station. A visibly frustrated man stands... Oh, that's a cut line. <laughs> Damn it, I always read those cut lines. It turns to um, page seven. But it was a picture of a visibly frustrated right. guy. <laughs> visibly or, frustrated.
4: You know, accentuating.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the cold weather is not kind to of the battery systems. System. Can I throw in you just may. a little aside about that guy?
3: What an idiot. Really? You live in Chicago? And you knowing what tent- you know about yeah. Chicago weather? Yeah. You drove your dumb battery car to the airport and let it sit?
1: It's on you, dumb dumb. Anyway. It's not plug-and-go. I didn't know this about these things. You have to precondition the battery, meaning that you have to get the battery up to the optimal temperature to accept the fast charge, said Mark Bielek of the Chicago Auto Trade Association. So she might take a fast charge in your garage Mm -hmm. where it's maybe 35 degrees instead of 35 below, but you leave your car at the airport... And you come back after four days, she's deader than a doornail. But the
4: other problem is, she's cold. Remember the geller that left the truck running at the airport? Yeah. He was he, it a pilot he a truck? It was Pete. Pete? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> they were all <laughs> taking bets. They were taking bets on when it would die. It never died. So it was a big GM diesel or Ford diesel. So you running. have to
3: buy your Tesla an electric blanket.
1: Apparently. And then you've yeah. got to find a place to plug that in. Okay. Back to Trump. Do you think... Uh, Many people do, but I think they're in the minority. Do you think people want electric cars? No. Shoved down their throat by a government
4: Percentage-wise, no, no. No, I think many people believe that, yes, that's a fine option if that's what you want to buy. But no, I don't want it shoved down my throat.
3: Well, you could say the same thing, Joe, about um, the uh, global warming nonsense. Uh, The voters don't care.
1: Well let's 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 go right to that, shall we? I just have a lot of material that reinforces the idea that the reason Trump is appealing is because he's not a politician. He looks at this stuff and despite his uncouthness,
2: he's he's as B as in B S as in S like we do. But he's not He doesn't want an electric car. No, but he's not also like Governor Ventura, who was not a politician when, when he when he ran. Um but he was cordial. I just can't get over. Well, the they fact both that-
1: they both have similar they both have similar characteristics. <clears throat>
5: I'm
2: not sure that's a compliment. Yeah.
5: Well,
1: <laughs> no, they're both the anti politician, right?
5: But I think there's a difference. What? Yeah. I in agree. that Jesse Jesse's convictions are his convictions. I believe that he thinks that. Right. I I, I don't with Trump. Right. And he doesn't the, have the, any yeah. convictions. Well and the other part Thank about Jesse is we all right. identified.
4: He was one of us. Jesse was. Right? Well, he makes you
1: wish he'd run again. I still am. No, you're not <laughs> running again. No, no, we were
3: his turkey. So I'm special. one of you. We were his turkey necks. That's what yeah. we were.
1: Yeah. Turkey necks. Proud to be. <laughs> the one what is the does Trump have one conviction? Mm, Uh, I can't think of
2: himself Uh, well okay yeah himself (laughs) I I don't think he's he doesn't give a a hoot about policy
1: Uh, that might be his conviction his his one conviction might be the way I'm going about this is the correct way and I'm going to remain true to it
3: I I think his biggest conviction and I, I think it's true at least I feel it is uh, is that he loves this country, and he does think that this country is the best in the world? I think I, I think he I'll believes agree with that, that. Agree and um uh, I, I think that might be one of the reasons he's so popular because he's not here to rip this country.
5: Well, well, go ahead well, why does he why does he rip military service? Why does why, he rip military members of why? of all
3: the things that
2: that's what drives me mad
1: the
3: because,
2: most.
5: He doesn't have... The, his connectors
2: don't connect.
1: I can't stand his treatment of, for example, John McCain. Yeah. I, I find it revolting. Well, he is a New
2: Yorker. What's that got to do with it? Well, I'm just talking about... Him. Well, it, it, oh. and Go ahead, Rick. Well, I'm sorry. I, I'm just going to say they're uh, always up front. He was chasing leg
1: around Manhattan for about five years while McCain sat in a bamboo hole.
2: Right. I... Yeah, I don't. I don't understand what military would be an untouchable. But again,
4: it comes down to that's yeah. When when we're all going to the ballot, or in this state, when you start sending them off, you know, in a couple of weeks, we're all coming down to who who do I who do I identify with more? Stop. We need a veteran to tell me how
1: are you how are you letting that slide. How how is rural America with their patriotism and of course we're patriotic too, but how how does how does veteran America let it slide the way this guy has treated McCain? Options. I wanna know. Yeah. I wanna know the answer. Be how do you that, rationalize that?
5: But when you look say at Twitter or X, whatever, it's split. It's fifty fifty. You got veterans saying I, you know, I wouldn't vote for this guy if my life depended on it. Look how he's treated veterans, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you got the others saying, well, he'll defend our country, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know that you'll get honest answers. I mean, you'll get honest answers, but you'll get different answers, just like you will with any other question. you
1: get no firm conclusion.
5: Exactly, yeah.
1: But I know what he said about McCain. I
5: watched him say it. Well, well what about what he said about people that go join the Army and go to war? They're losers. Yeah. I mean, that alone tells you all you need to know about what he thinks of the military. He just has no editing filter at all. That's right. It's
2: His connectors don't connect.
1: And you know me, the amateur shrink. I'm saying this all has something (laughs) to do around the age of seven.
2: He saw something. He experienced something. something. You know his upbringing wasn't right. You know that. Because he's missing
1: huge chunks of humanity. Big, If you could diagram his brain, it would be like Swiss cheese. There's pieces missing <laughs> that
4: would would allow him to be able to deal with empathy to other human okay, beings. He okay. does not have that. And then what does that tell you? That half of this country would rather identify with him than vegetable brain that's right you where know, the country right th- now.
3: Th- that's a good point. There's people that are so... Uh, Disaff—what's the word?
1: There's disaffected.
3: Yeah, by what's going on in in this country, that they will support him, and they'll ignore them.
0: college students. That. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just tell you, I love Gen Z. I don't know. <laughs> if it's up, you know, I love Gen Z. <laughs> Do you want me to get sick? So okay, for the Thank older adults, this is going to be a humbling thing I'm about to share with you. If someone is 18 years old today, they were born in 2005. <laughs> oh, yeah, check that out. Think about that what for a minute. <laughs> what,
1: what is that idiot talking about?
4: <laughs> well, that's hey,
1: another thing people are tired of. That's her why
4: idiotcy. he just won 99% of the right. count.
1: Well, I think Reavers has a point. Hmm. A DEI in was- the FAA. Uh, electric cars not starting in the cold winter. Uh, it's on and on and on, and we're sitting on, uh, Jordy alerted me to a piece, we're sitting on untold amounts of gas and oil uh, and being held back from seizing it. You want? That's not my country.
5: John, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, we keep saying that about Iowa. Again, 14% of registered Republicans voted. 7% of registered Republicans voted for Trump. Okay, what, I if, mean, that's what a, if
1: 90% of registered Republicans voted? You don't think the result would have been the same? I don't, yeah. Okay. But
5: I think he still would have won. Yeah. yeah, I think he certainly would have won. But I think it would have been closer, obviously. Oh, well, we'll see, in New Hampshire, which appears to be a bit more. Of a- but once again, though,
4: it just comes down to options, Joe. You're going to get two yeah. options.
5: Weather
3: was pretty bad yesterday, too. Does that figure in anywhere? I'm sure it was, sure it was in the awful now.
4: in Iowa yesterday. Did you guys know that, though? If someone is 18, they were what? born in 2005. I did not know that. Oh. Oh. I don't know why. I'm, I'm just right glad right. the vice president is here to point I'd that remind out. me To it. treat us like we're idiots <laughs> with the cackling, too, because that makes it more fun. Is the American public
1: on to the third rail?
3: I think that's why Trump won the
1: first time. Are they on to it?
3: Yeah, I think they are. And I think that's why a lot of them aren't paying attention and don't care.
5: What do you think, and this is somewhat related to what you're saying, you saw, and Kenny, Kenny makes a good point, he says they always find the, the lunatics to interview. But some of the exit polls yesterday, the people talking, where uh, people were saying, yeah, I think Trump should be a dictator. but yeah, he should get elected, he should be a dictator, I have no problem with that.
1: I, I do, uh, I have a problem with that.
5: Well, I, I do too, but I, I mean, <laughs> those well, are people who aren't really, but are those, as Candy says, are they the lunatics and the press grabs that
3: Well, wait a minute, Is could you call Biden the same? He's just not calling himself that? He's passing it off as a democracy, or... Republic or whatever the hell he thinks it well, he, is. Well,
5: he can't get much passed with the House, so I don't know that you can call that a dictator. Yeah. And he hasn't done a whole lot of executive actions to,
3: you know. Well, he did right off the bat.
5: Turned well, he, a lot yeah, of
3: things around,
5: yeah. Yes.
3: Well, Which will just get turned around again
5: if a Republican wins. Once a
3: Republican. Right,
1: thing, yeah. right. Back and forth we go. <laughs> Why don't we come back with uh, John <laughs> Hype but first? Am I going to hear this?
2: Yeah, you're going to hear how important your heating unit is when it's this cold out. Okay, Monday, it's going to get back up to the 30s, but right now, if it's making noise because you got it working overtime, Welter Heating is exactly the outfit you need to use. If you have questions, welterheating.com is the website, and they have over 120 years of experience. I was updated by Rick to say it's 120 years now that's a long time they've seen changes rick? over the years yeah rick welter he's a great guy listens to every podcast we put out there 6128256867 osti his, his nickname in high school, Oste. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a, he was a, a little weird, but it's okay. He's, he's better now. 612-825-6867. And again, it goes without saying that it is important that that be working properly. No matter what the temperature is, air conditioning, your air purification system, they can do it all. That's four generations with the Welter family. They're located in Minneapolis. Whoever answers the telephone is human. So if you want to talk to someone and check out their blog welterheating.com. Click on the blog. You might get a question answered without even talking to the Welter family. Make sure your home is oasty toasty warm with a visit to Ray N. Welter Heating online at welterheating.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it... a real POS. You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
4: All right. You know what? Hell with all of you.
6: <laughs> The earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show.
3: The winter whiteout sale still happening at Maple Grove Lock and Save through the end of the month. We can save up to $700 on select white Liberty safes. That is uh, one of their lines of Liberty safes. Pretty good one, too. You can guard those treasures with the best in American-made security. Uh, The winter whiteout sale features exclusive savings on the premier Liberty safes. Uh, but get that peace of mind. Act fast. Do it now Um, this season. Best fire protection from the safes made right here in the USA, if Americans building them. Fully transferable lifetime warranties. And don't forget, courtesy of Rich, professional delivery and installation available. Be sure you ask him about that when you pick up the phone and give him a call. 763-494-9075. The showroom, 6901 East Fish Lake Road. He's open Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. If you want to learn more about the $700 in savings you can get on select Liberty uh, White Liberty Safes. Log on to the website MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com Here's
5: John Haidt. Thanks, Joe. This news update brought to you by North American Banking Company. Three school districts in central Minnesota say they dismissed students early yesterday after they each received a threatening phone call. Fergus Falls Public Schools says McKinley and Adams Elementary Schools, as well as Kennedy Secondary, which includes both the middle and high school, each got a call around noon. Threatening the safety of those in the building specifically the district says the caller threatened to shoot through the school's windows the district went into a lockdown called officers to each district building fergus falls public school said the decision was made to close early and buses picked up kids starting at 1 and all after school activities were canceled about 20 miles north, Pelican Rapids Public Schools said someone made a similar call to their district. That prompted a response from the police and the Ottertail County Sheriff's Department. And about 120 miles east, someone called the Aitken High School office at around 1 o'clock, made a threat, which led the district to go into full lockdown. That was lifted at around 2.20 in the afternoon. Students were sent home. All after-school activities canceled. Grand Meadow Public Schools also received a threat on Sunday, which closed schools on Monday it's unclear if any of those are related. Yes, sir.
4: I thought schools were off for MLK Day. I was just gonna ask the same thing.
5: Mm.
1: Were Twin City schools off for MLK Day? My kids weren't
5: in school. Yeah, everybody What they doing on out out Fergus Falls? Maybe they haven't yeah. heard about it.
2: That's really bizarre.
5: Yeah. Fergus Falls, Pelican Rapids, and Aitken all had students in the schools huh. when this happened. So huh. maybe not everybody,
4: uh, uh, acknowledges that
5: holiday. maybe maybe people don't worship at that altar
4: hmm.
5: i don't know a, a 37 year old man is hospitalized after a shooting in downtown st paul yesterday afternoon Officers responded to the area of 5th Street East and Cedar Street across from the Green Line Central Station about 4 in the afternoon. They located a man suffering from an apparent gunshot wound to his abdomen near the Alliance Bank Center parking garage. Paramedics rushed the victims to Regent's Hospital with critical injuries. His condition was upgraded later to stable. Investigators soon arrested a 20-year-old suspect who remains booked at Ramsey County Jail on suspicion of aggravated assault. Formal charges are pending. Cool story from the uh, Star Tribune. A motorist jumped out of his pickup truck on a West Metro highway into the cold Monday afternoon, did what he called a baseball slide down a snowy embankment, and rescued a driver whose box truck plunged into the icy Crow River. Whoa. It all happened on and beneath Highway 101 in Rogers, a truck heading north. <laughs> cool. On I highway- mean, that's
4: pretty, that's pretty.
5: It'll happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> We got
4: him. how are you guys get impressed by that? You can, you can get
3: it. Okay. I'm very impressed. That yeah. should be everybody's um, reaction. That's I was very really yeah. impressed. I'm, too. I'm yes. happy for the guy.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh,
4: yeah, because sure. you two are out, you know, saving. Uh,
2: <laughs> I would
5: have called. Rook and, I would have called. Someone. Joe, why don't you like people? I don't understand. Well, that's not that. well, it. to Truck heading north on Highway 101, about 3:15, hit the right guardrail and sign, veered to the left hit the left guardrail, and launched down into the river. Well, Christopher Kirk was the first of several vehicle occupants who parked on the shoulder, clambered down the river in an effort to help James Knoll of Fridley, whose truck landed on its wheels, with the cab only partly above the surface. Kirk said he was in his pickup when he saw the box truck launch straight up into the air. He called 911, did a baseball slide on the snow, ran down there, He arrived to see the driver pinned in the cab with his seatbelt still on. Kirk said his left shoulder and head were in the water. I saw someone who was on the border or the edge of dying, and I just wanted to help the guy out. Standing up to his waist in the water, Kirk felt the current moving as he saw the driver facing to the right to get his mouth out of the water. Kirk said that with what strength he had combined with what the driver had, we were able to get him into the flatbed behind the cab, now exposed with the box that was gone from the impact. I asked him if he was okay. He got an affirmative response, and Kirk said, I just said, then let's get the hell out of here. As the two started their ascent, other good Samaritans made their way down, helped the driver back to the highway. Knoll, his vehicle's only occupant, was taken to a nearby hospital for treatment of what the lieutenant uh, in the highway state patrol described as minor injuries. Trooper asked Kirk to stay at the scene. He did. He said he went in his truck, though. I turned up the butt warmers and turned up the heat. Kirk said that when he relayed what happened to his wife, she said, I deserve an award for being a hero and for being an idiot. And then he ended with, and all I could think of was Martin Short. I'm not a great swimmer.
2: I'm not a strong swimmer.
4: Well, <laughs> good for him, man. That's Joe know. and Ruck saw that at least six times last week, though. What?
2: Oh, yeah. Was, That's why you just weren't just impressed. Yeah, it's you know. Even...
4: <laughs> happens
2: all the time.
3: I, I, I question your credibility as an American if you don't do exactly what this guy did. Good point. Good yep. point. Well, well, I, I'm
2: wow. an, I i didn't say I wasn't impressed by it. What the
3: hell?
1: Kenny's got us pinned as someone who wouldn't have you?
3: I don't understand why you hate um, humanity and humans the way you do. You know what? I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going (laughs) to sit here and let you badmouth this
5: country. Look at that. uh, That that guy's an American hater. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have a question about this
4: story. Were road conditions poor? In other words, is this a case of... Guy behind the wheel not paying attention? Listen, Meathead, if you know you're going
3: to go into the ditch and it doesn't look good and there's obviously you're going to go flying off a precipice, when in doubt, throttle out. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Just get on it. See what happens. Well,
4: because, Kenny, I know they had some weather in Wisconsin from the border in Hudson to Illinois. 22 jackknife semis I saw on Saturday. Oof. 22. (laughs) What was the road surface like? The road conditions were fine. The the day prior, they had got, they received a lot of snow, but William kept count. We got to 22 semis. It's
3: my tendency to blame the windshield lickers that are driving these things. You know, they're nothing but steering wheel holders these these days. But how many of those jackknifes were the result of motorists around them being really, really stupid? That's a good
1: point. I hadn't thought of that. You can't really make a call on... Doesn't jackknife
2: suggest you've had to hit the binders?
3: Yeah, or, or you lost it. Yeah, yeah. You lost You're control. Correct.
2: What were the driving uh, conditions, like, say, in suburban Buffalo? What What did they? We make, didn't make it. didn't get that far. Okay, you we turned didn't it make it home. that okay. far.
5: Great weekend That's for the University of Minnesota dance team. They won a national championship and a weekend of online accolades. Assistant coach Tina Tumbleson said the team was elated and proud. It's a hell of a name
1: for a dance coach! It's, it's perfect, perfect. It really he is. is. Yeah.
5: And they won the Universal Dance Association College Nationals in Florida. She said the amount of support we received here in Florida and back home around the globe, it's been amazing. The team competed in two dance categories, winning its 22nd National Championship for its pom performance, a style that involves holding pom-poms. But it was the jazz routine choreographed Aerosmith's Dream On that went viral over the weekend. Videos all over YouTube and TikTok. A sequence in the choreography took the dancers through a long series of one-legged spins, ending with all twenty dancers flipping an aerial turn. But they finished second, right? (laughs) They finished first in the. No, they won.
1: Yeah, no, but overall they didn't win the event. What What is your problem? Seriously, No why mean. do
3: you hate the U of M? The, the, the I started with by the my God. They're just doing the best they can, Joe, in those generic, <laughs> awful-looking swimsuits
5: that that look like they were issued at a prison.
1: Uh-huh. And, and I thought they didn't
5: finish number one they, in the event. They won. They won the twenty. Their twenty-second. National championship in the Palm performance. Okay, but overall, who won the damn thing?
1: I don't know. Michigan, I think. They got robbed by the officials is what I'm trying to tell you. Robbed by
5: the officials, huh? Yeah, sounds like a Viking. fan. Uh, um, that, uh,
6: that guy's an American hater. That's right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we take a break and, you know, have Joe settle down just a bit, and uh, let's hear from Rook. And then we'll be back, by the way, with lots more political news. So oh, good. <laughs> we'll look forward to that.
2: <laughs> okay, it's time to clean up the old house. I talked to you earlier about your heating unit, and you want to go to Welter for that. Well, there's only one name for the carpet cleaning And that's the professionals at Zero Res. There's only one name for your air ducts to get Zero Res clean, and that's Zero Res. Now's the time to do it. They've been in my home, and you know what? Yeah, this might be a tough week to have them come out and uh, clean your carpets, but get on their schedule before spring, actually before January 31st, because you're going to get the Zero Res Rookie Special, the Gotta Love It Guarantee, three rooms, zero resified, starting at just $119 don't forget about the uh, air ducts. Yep, this month, 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero res clean. Call them. They are professional. 4.9 rating on Google, 17,000 reviews, and I love the fact that I've used them several times, and each and every time, they do a fantastic, professional, courteous, and quick job, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z online, sure, ZeroResMinnesota.com, ZeroResMinnesota.com, make sure you tell them you want the Rookie GL special, and they'll jot it down, spelled forward or backwards, it's spelled the same, Zero ZeroRes.
3: you prefer Sorry. I get a stick and whittle on a stick?
5: <laughs> oh, whittle.
1: I'm paying attention.
5: Yeah.
4: That's disturbing.
1: I
5: know.
4: <laughs>
1: You're so easy,
4: Sooch. Oh, so easy. I a line there so I can do my Hoffman water. Act. Here's a man who spends Thank hours you. in
3: hardware
1: stores,
4: <laughs> sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. 612- 895- 2440. That's the number to call to get on the schedule to have my friends at Hofferman Water come to your house and upgrade that horrific water you have rolling through the pipes. 612- 895-2440. Have them come out for that free water analysis today. And I'm going to tell you right now, you switch to Hofferman in Connecticut, it's going to make an amazing difference in the quality of your water inside your home. I've been a customer for uh, six Six almost seven years now, and I'm very happy that I did. Hoffermanwater.com is their website. You can go online and see every single system that they have available to you, and let them know you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast, and that's because Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for
5: over 50 years. John. Thank you, Chris. Former President Trump, as we've talked about, scored a win in Iowa caucuses yesterday. Uh, the closest rivals yesterday were on DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Trump with 51% of the vote. 21% goes to DeSantis and Haley with 19%. Uh, it was a low turnout. Uh, caucus goers enduring some cold and dangerous driving conditions to meet in hundreds of schools, churches, and community centers across the state. Uh, Haley says she plans to compete vigorously in In New Hampshire. And this morning, uh, there's a lot of meanwhiles today. Here's the first meanwhile. She said this morning she will not have any more debates unless they're with Donald Trump or President Joe Biden. Uh, Shortly after her statement, Ron DeSantis fired back, posting on X that Haley is afraid to debate because she doesn't want to answer any tough questions. DeSantis writing, the reality is she's not running for the nomination right now. She's running to be Trump's VP. Hmm. In another, meanwhile, this morning, former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson dropped his long shot bid to the Republican presidential nomination, ending a candidacy that was a throwback to an earlier era of the GOP, but ultimately failed to resonate in the party now dominated by Donald Trump. Uh, He was uh, pretty much, uh, he, by the way, lost to everybody, including a fellow by the name of Ryan Binkley, a pastor who didn't qualify for any of the debates. So Asa did not get many numbers yesterday. He lost to the bank? He he did. The binker? The binker? Hey, binky.
2: Binky. Going on there.
5: Binkster. Hutchinson was the last GOP candidate remaining in the race who was willing to take on Trump directly. In a meanwhile, from late last night that we mentioned earlier, Vivek Ramaswamy, a multimillionaire former biotech executive, ended his White House bid and endorsed Donald Trump after his bid caught attention but failed to catapult him high enough in the Republican Party's first nominating contest in Iowa. And uh, I guess in another meanwhile, one last note on Donald Trump, his Truth Social account today uh, releasing an avalanche of posts attacking E. Jean Carroll, who is suing the former president for defamation. A jury in New York City determining what damages he owes Ms. Carroll, whom Trump defamed by repeatedly calling her a liar and denying that he sexually assaulted her. This is the second trial stemming from defamation claims brought by Carroll. A jury already found him civilly responsible for sexually abusing her in the 90s. He continues to claim he never met her and was repeatedly mocked and ridiculed Carol in the wake of that verdict. Carol was awarded $5 million in that trial. The Supreme Court today passed up a chance to intervene in the debate over bathrooms for transgender students rejecting an appeal from an Indiana public school district. Federal appeals courts are divided over whether school policies enforcing restrictions on which bathrooms transgender students can use violate federal law or the Constitution. In this case, the court rejected without comment the Chicago-based 7th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals upholding an order granting transgender boys access to the boys' bathroom. Federal Appeals Court in Richmond, Virginia also has ruled in favor of transgender students, while the appeals court based in Atlanta came out the other way. Legal battles over transgender rights are ongoing across the country. At least nine states are restricting transgender students to bathrooms that match the sex they were assigned at birth. Now, here's some real controversy the world's oldest ever dog, Bobby, who died in October, reportedly aged 31, has provisionally lost his title no. as Guinness World Records mm. investigates really? his age. Really? The spokesperson for the company said, while our review is ongoing, we've decided to temporarily pause both the record titles for <laughs> oldest dog pause, living. I get it. I get P-A-W. it. P A W. I, I didn't get it, but... Really? They, you had to spell one. it for reverse.
1: <laughs> P.A.W.
5: Pause both the record titles for oldest dog living and ever just until all of our findings are in place. A uh, Bobby's video? age...
2: Dog walks into the barn and says,
5: Who oh. shot my paw?
1: Wolf.
2: So you, can see, age. you see him as shooting this, his his paw or his father? Yeah. That's the you yeah. have to make that determination, and that yeah. tells me what kind of psychological profile we can um, assess you with. Thank you.
3: Please. Could you roll up a newspaper and smack him for me? <laughs>
2: yeah, he's giving me that look. You know. See, I
1: got something you can tell. Zero rest. What? There was a there uh, was a, a dollop of white paint mm. on some carpeting in the house. You live an exciting life, <laughs> and I. Uh, I said to myself, you know, I I can can get that off there, and uh, I started with a box cutter. That that's too that artillery was too heavy, so I I (laughs) laid off that. But then I found, I rooted around in the can, and I came up with uh, a little I guess you'd call them little cosmetic scissors, very delicate. Yeah, and then I knelt down there and I snipped the paint. Uh, in the exact shape of the nub of carpet that the paint had come to rest on. Okay. And it's gone, and now you cannot tell there was white paint. And now
2: there's a nice quarter size hole in the living room. that's the
1: thing. You can't tell. I did it perfectly.
2: Hey, hey. what room was painted? This was a bedroom. Who painted it? Well, not me. Okay, I didn't think so. Yeah. She painted white. out uh, dressed in not black. her either. You're a
3: hell of a man, Joe Sushi. Well, I just wanted You're to point that out. I,
2: I mentioned How long did that take you?
1: Eh, not long enough. Okay. I needed another project when that was done. What'd you me, do too. next? What'd you have
2: for lunch that day? <laughs> mutton? Do you have mutton again? John mutton.
5: In, in Florida. Wait. A po- yeah. Wait, finish <laughs> but, that story. Uh, that's oh, it. you want me to go back to Bobby? <clears throat> okay, oh, the dog story. I thought yeah. you meant my story. It had been so long, I thought maybe I'd just move Bob along. Bob was a you, contested. It, Bobby, as uh, his age is what, uh, was initially confirmed by Servicio Medico Veterinario de Municipio de Liera, huh? which oh. said he had, he had been registered in 1992. <laughs> well, a Portuguese government-authorized pet database verified that. So he would have been 31 and 165 days old when he died in October. However, suspicions began to emerge soon after Bobby's death regarding the evidence that reportedly proved his true age. A spokesman said Tuesday that the formal review occurs when a record title is challenged and involves analyzing existing evidence. So we'll find out later if Guinness gives Bobby the record back.
1: Who was the guy who built the cabin in Alaska? Dick Prenicky
5: Dick, Dick Prenicky Pren- I've Pren- often
1: wondered uh like if if a mouse was living in that cabin yeah would he have befriended the mouse yeah
3: he did in fact oh, really? with a mouse yeah and the uh, local birds I can't remember the strain of birds but they're the ones uh, they're really agreeable to landing on your hand yeah. if you offer them what food. What about a
1: bug? If well, there was a bug in there, wouldn't you be tempted to even have
3: that part of the... Actually, the Alaskan state bird, if I remember mm. right. I'll
2: look that up. No, um, bugs? The mm-hmm. Jabberwocky. Not only did Dick Prenicke, um befriend... Because there would have been bugs in those logs. Yeah. But not only did he befriend the mouse, oh, he no. named him. He named him Mickey, and Mickey Mouse went out to California to have a great career in cartoons and children's stories. Dick Prennicky, you know, there was some conversations back
3: there. Okay, you can stop talking now.
2: Yep. Uh, wow. The willow parmigan get, is the state bird of and
3: That's not what he befriended. Oh. But he was a friend to all animals.
2: Yes, yes. welcome all.
1: He only harvested what he needed
2: do you no, think he'd have he an
4: is,
1: issue getting white paint out of his carpet <laughs> uh, that would not have concerned him he would not have had carpet guys. dirt floor in that cabin it yeah.
2: was dirt floor seriously yes why wouldn't he have built a floor he was are you, so you gonna, talented are you gonna
1: have some floor company come in
2: no no but he I mean he would build I'm not you no know, he's not gonna lay carpet but uh, he was so talented you think well, I am surprised
5: to... he didn't have a wood floor yeah i uh I do you guys got me thinking I had his book and now I don't have any idea where it's at. Did I loan it to one of you guys? You know I, that the temperature in there w-
1: was probably never higher than 47 degrees.
3: Right, when it was 40 to 50 below yeah,
1: outside. Yeah. Right. Well, Man, that's hot. I mean, that's cold. I yeah. would not have chosen you,
2: that path.
1: Hasn't no. been on for a while, has You're, it? They would have come back and found you... Uh, <laughs> torn asunder and I would, eaten by bears I would have had a nail
2: and a hammer and just nah, you know what I there, really don't want to do this today
1: <laughs> you I can really find
2: it build a shelter
3: somewhere on youtube there's a, an episode of a guy that went up to the cabin when Dick Prenicky i think it was 1 year before he died and he went up there um in a plane with Dick and Dick as soon as he got on the ground just resorted to all his old habits and fixing the cabin up and doing things and Harvesting stuff. It was, it's pretty cool. And he was in huh. the last few, you know, hours, months of his life when he did it. It's pretty I still neat.
1: don't get how he filmed it.
3: Uh with a wind up camera.
1: And then you set sit up <clears throat> a tripod way. and then walk yeah. off and go hunting and the camera would capture that?
3: Right. The same way the kids do it nowadays with their oh. YouTube. You set it up, you roll it, and then you just edit out the part where you set up the camera and your walk. Yeah.
4: Exactly. Garage Logic Town Council member Mark has a very important question regarding your story, Mr. Soucherie. Yeah. What did the white paint smell like?
1: Blue paint. <laughs>
2: yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, John. I wonder what Dick would <laughs> yeah, thought sure. of Patrick's dog box. <laughs> he would not he have a little cow. help. <laughs> All right, thank you.
4: <laughs> Rookie. I? Yeah. I need to hear from our good nope. friends at Minnesota Masonic <laughs> Charities. Well, I'm
2: glad you're telling me that because Minnesota Masonic Charity since 2006... I'm glad six,
1: you're telling
2: me you ...has that. done a wonderful job of being charitable through all sorts of different things. Uh, you know, they have their scholarships, and the deadline is coming up soon, so go to mnmasoniccharities.org. But they really have helped a lot of people over the years, and if you learn their story... Go to their website, mnmasoniccharities.org, and look at what the Masons have done over the years. There's so many phrases that we use, uh, all sorts of building um, phrases. Yeah, they've got a whole library, and you can learn more about them at their website. They have a beautiful campus down in Bloomington, and they help people from day one until the end. Uh, learn more about them at mnmasoniccharities.org. It's really nice to see that there's an outfit that truly helps without any government involvement. They just do it out of the kindness of their heart. Yes, they get teased about the uh, funny hats and the weird handshakes and secret meetings, but they're here on Garage Logic to make sure everybody knows everything about them. There aren't secrets. If you want to learn more, check out mnmasoniccharities.org. What a great outfit. Let's go. Yep. If you need paint removed from your carpet, call Joe's Repair and Paint Removing Carpet Service at 1-800-HURRY-UP. Joe Soujere. What are we to make of this?
1: John Kerry is uh, leaving his post. As the czar? As the climate czar. No, he really? Can, he can't be replaced.
2: He cannot does, be replaced. Does, who's who's going to save mean? the
1: world? Maybe they solved it. His work is done. He <laughs> just he just bought the new oceanfront place. And the money's gone. Uh, My work Nan- on in, Earth is in done. Nantucket. Uh, this is amazing. He was one of the leading drafters of the twenty fifteen Paris Climate Accords. He was he was saving us. Hmm. He was fighting for us. I know he was. <laughs> I have a fighting question. What? When politicians say, I'm going to go to Washington and fight for you, does that make the presumption that there are people in Washington who are not fighting for me? Right. Great question. Huh. That's a, that's right. a corner
4: uses that one a lot. Yeah.
1: His, I'm going to fight uh, for you. Well, who's fighting against me?
4: His uh, look, His celebration was interrupted yesterday, I saw. I didn't know he was having a celebration. Governor Walls was ha- having a MLK related. Oh yeah, I keep thinking this is Monday. Yeah, yesterday was MLK. But they were interrupted by uh, pro Palestinian protesters oh, who were, uh, were very unhappy with him. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm hastily uh,
1: going through this piece trying to find out why why our leader John is leaving us. <laughs> this is amazing. It doesn't say I think maybe they're throwing in the towel. They're throwing in the Davis because it—he never meant anything in the first place. And maybe somebody got to him and said, "You might as well hang it up because you're not getting anywhere."
2: Mm. He
3: needs to. He's going to pass the reins, Joe. He's going to pass the baton. Somebody who will continue the fight. You know, going
1: to leave this week. Uh... He started this in November 2020 to take on that role to fight for us. Uh, Axios reported his departure plans. Uh, there's no, uh, there's no uh, indication here of what he may uh, be doing in the future in terms of saving us mm. and fighting for us. <laughs> because it was certainly important that we had him on board, don't you think?
2: Oh, I, I felt way, I felt I could sleep at night.
1: Only because they come to us all the way from Lake Las Vegas, Nevada, current home of the traveling Mm linemen. It's on this day. Jan 16th. We only do it because they come all this way. On this day in 1874, Wilmer Village was incorporated. Platted in 1869, the township was named for Leon Wilmer, a Belgian agent for European investors in the St. Paul and Pacific Railroad Company. Wilmer became a city in 1901. Hmm. Hmm. On this day, what One day? 116. In 1958, the Winona Daily News announced that 36 chinchillas, along with feed, cages, and other supplies, had been donated by a student and his father to the biology department of St. Mary's College to be used in research on improving the breed whose fur is often made into expensive coats for women. Huh? That made this day in history? Yeah. Some rude Uh, gave uh, St. Mary's some chinchillas. Chinchillas, yeah. They, they, They can't survive here, can they? They, uh, the the chinchilla I do, I they somebody gave them to St Mary's College and there's no <laughs> follow up on that. How do they, I, they taste?
5: Uh, what don't. is a chinchilla? Chinchilla is
1: like a little uh, lizard, isn't it? No, no, it makes uh, they're like uh, foxes fuzzy, right? or furs. But they like they're yeah, like they're jalapeno like mix. poppers. They're like minks. Toss yeah, them they into make the coles, coles, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Cinchilla
4: they taste coles, really good, John. Yeah. Oh, you're way you're. It's it's a rodent.
1: Yeah, they but make nice jackets. Jacket, it looks so. like
4: a tiny rabbit. That's yeah, it's, it's a chinchilla.
5: chinchilla. a lot of hair in the picture, Chris? Can yeah. you make a coat out of it? Chris? We, we
3: serve mean? chinchillas at fondue parties. You're, you're thinking of uh, chimichangas. Is that it? I have yeah. one more item for you. Yeah. I do
5: two when you're done, Kenny. Go ahead. Joe, so you done? Yeah. Chimichanga. Uh,
3: on this date, the uh, village of Wilmer was platted.
2: Yeah. <laughs> How do you know, Kenny? <laughs> What did did I,
4: I see that? He did. He did.
2: Kenny's watching
4: he... a Gi-
5: Jane Fonda movie in that painting.
4: Um,
1: he missed that part. Oh God.
5: I uh, I also have an item uh, I want to throw along. I got a message from your cousin Pat Donahue, Joe. Yes. And tomorrow night, you know, he does the Wednesday thing at Midway Saloon. Yes. And he is being joined by our other buddy, PK Mayo. Oh boy. Oh, so, and that will be fun. Uh, Pat and PJ Mayo tomorrow night at the Midway Saloon, 6 to 8, Wow! Wednesday night, Wednesday the 17th. So uh, that would be a blast. Both great players, great Why musicians, I, great singers. I can't
4: picture the Midway Saloon.
5: Help me. Right it, next to the bookstore. On, Midway right book next, in uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Right by the bookstore, right next, adjacent to it. Just I don't know East. where the bookstore is. Well, it's a <laughs> bookstore. You it's, probably would a bookstore, bookstore on the, the, the corner, yeah. <laughs> Chris has never read a bookstore. Is it, uh,
2: Spruce Tree Center is gone, isn't it? Yeah. they got apartment
1: buildings here now, right? Uh, all I know is that when I was a youth, that's where I worked at Aero Pontiac. On uh, the corner? Mm-hmm. Were you shoveling oh, coal there, or uh, what, oh. what were you doing? <laughs> Jack of all trees. Picking dandelions.
2: Flying cardboard.
1: No, Long that was Cratchit. a different place. <laughs> oh. just, a just think, I helped get off the trucks and then drove... All of the great cars we wish we had today. 67 GTOs, Firebirds, Transams.
2: Did you have a respect for them like you do now at the time, or were you just a dumb kid? Uh, An appreciation, I, sh- I guess I should say.
1: I did not have the appreciation for what I was involved in the way I would now. Okay. But, and uh, then, dumb kid. Okay, dumb kid. <clears throat> to see how your life has evolved over the weekend, you cut a little bit of paint out of a carpet. <laughs>
2: Right. It's exciting, so that's quite. I'm a the, long way from No, I, I guess it. I yeah. just
1: mentioned that because I just was playing off your zero res ad. Yeah, and I don't think they could have done what I did. I don't think they're hiring you. Okay, I think all right. Yeah, I just, they're, they're I just, I just was very <laughs> proud have of a paint
2: it. specialist. Yeah, living in St. Paul. Is
4: Pat in the house? Yes. yes. We better go. Hey, okay. GLers, can't get enough of Garage Logic on YouTube. Join the thousands of GLers. Who have found us on youtube just search for garage logic podcast and subscribe for near daily content including behind the scenes content full segments and video shorts that's garage logic podcast on youtube and also the nice. daily logician is one great way to stay up to date on garage logic the daily logician is deep what daily email sent right to your inbox <laughs> With the latest news and notes from Garage Logic, sign up right now. I
2: don't think he's reading.
4: At garagelogic.com, <laughs> where you'll find the Daily Logician sign-up form on the right-hand side of the homepage.
2: Are you taking over promos in 2024? Brand
4: new promo reads for 2024. What's the folder name? Promos. Promos. <laughs> promos.
2: Love it. That way nice. they don't well get confused
4: done, with the ads, ads. That is underlined for significance. Oh.
2: 2024 is going to be a blast, Uh huh?
4: It is that time once again that we pick up that phone and we make that call to our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is with us once again here in Garage Logic, and now is the time for you to do the same. So do not delay. Do exactly what I did and pick up that phone and dial 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number, you get Josh, and you will always get Street Talk. You will never get sugar-coated advice, and he is there for you for that free 48 minute financial consultation and he's on the line with us once again here in garage logic and boy josh we need to start paying attention to big tech and earnings are starting today aren't they
6: earnings actually started last friday with several of big banks reporting delta reported united health reported and today we've got more banks reporting and next week we'll start in on some of the big tech names and that's something to start paying attention to because a year ago 2023 not a Although we could go back a year, Chris, and we could talk about some of the worries that were evident in the market at this time last year. And at this time last year, it was just as cold as it is Currently, I know this because I checked my running log and running logs on a regular basis going back a year to see how I was feeling, what the temperature was, and how I've been slowing down with my running. But the markets are still moving apace. Markets are still concerned on a micro level with earnings, macro level with world events and the Fed. But last year strategists were very dour, definitely bearish on the stock market, bullish on the bond market, on the belief that the Fed would at some point start cutting interest rates in 2023 because of the potential of a recession. Well, we've talked about that before. There was no recession, broadly speaking. Yes, there was a recession or in certain industries, certain parts of the economy, and we could even say there's a series of rolling pullbacks and rolling bear markets during the course of last year. But overall, stocks measured by the S&P did very well. Bonds did not. This year, strategists, as I have said previously, are predicting more of the same. The majority of analysts or strategists that I have read or listened to have indicated reduced stock exposure, increased bond exposure. The Fed is going to be cutting and cutting aggressively this year, and that should boost bond prices. Why cutting? They see the economy slowing down significantly and the possibility of a, we'll say, economic slowdown or short recession, causing the Fed to cut. Me, I think the Fed is going to maintain their mantra higher or longer and will not cut as much as uh, many strategists think. I do believe that earnings reports for this year will stay more positive than negative. And I also believe that most companies will continue their conservative guidance going forward. A theme that I would focus on, or maybe two themes that I would focus on, one is the impact of artificial or intelligence or generative artificial intelligence, which started, we'll say, very aggressively last May. With Microsoft announcing a significant investment into OpenAI and then using that platform to extend its reach into uh, businesses and now opening up several, we'll say, paid sites within their suite. That's Microsoft has recently hit a high, and analysts are positive on Microsoft, given the move into artificial intelligence. Microsoft has surpassed my favorites, Apple, in terms of market capitalization, and now is the largest company by market cap in the S&P. Microsoft reports next week. Apple has been hit with, I don't call it negative news, but a lot of negative uh, vibe surrounding an article coming from the New York York Times saying that the Justice Department is set to file antitrust attacks against Apple they can join the line of other governments that are trying to break up Apple's walled garden but guess what consumers chew Apple's walled garden for a lot of lot of reasons the government says we don't like we don't like it but that is costing Apple some share price additionally. Apple's been subject to other potential litigation coming from the EU. And today, Apple could be down due to an announcement of cutting prices on iPhones in China, their biggest foreign market. I do believe, as I have said previously, that Apple could surprise, but, and I always give the little but, provide conservative uh, guidance going forward. They do have a new product coming out in February. Amazon also reports in the next next few weeks, as does Google and I'll say Google and Facebook, and again, pay attention to their earnings as they've been the drivers of the market. On the other hand, there are numerous companies that do have significant problems and could hurt the indices. Owing to name one, there is concern with some of the oil companies, even though the price of oil is going up with issues in the Red Sea. I am not an oil investor. Too much dependence on the uh, price of oil. I'll leave that and bank investing for Warren Buffett, although Warren Buffett does have a significant position in my favorite fruit company. I do like and will continue to recommend investments related to Internet companies, leisure-related businesses, China-related businesses, and real assets such as real estate. And there could be some very interesting opportunities in the latter.
4: Very good advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, Gellers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make the call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608, where you're always going to get straight talk and never, ever sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday.
6: Look forward to it.
4: Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.